Welcome to lesson two of Community Study. The title of this message is Reaching Out Together, and the key verse is from Philippians 1, 27 and verse 5. So let us read all together. Let's begin. You are standing together side by side with one strong purpose, to tell the good news. And verse 5 says, You've been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ. So let's pray all together. Let's begin. Uh, dear, gracious, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our Lord and our Savior, Jesus. And thank you for this opportunity to come and hear your word. Uh, may you please um, be with me, myself and um, uh, Veronica that we can uh, deeply uh, share this message with each other and share one word that we've accepted um, so that we can reach out together in love and build a loving community and fellowship with one another. Um, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So during this community series, we're actually going to look at two things. One is deepening my sense of community within our church family. And two is reaching out to CSUN students. So we need to deepen our sense of love within our church family. We need to reach out and love to the CSUN students. That's why we're learning to build stronger relationships in our church and reach out in relationship of love to CSUN students. The reason we're doing this is because the Bible says we're better together. So in lesson one, we studied about five purposes of why we need each other. I need others to walk with me. I need others to work with me, to watch out for me, to wait and weep for me, and I need others to witness with me. But those five purposes that God has for our lives cannot be fulfilled on our own. We have to have other people in our lives. Why? Because we're wired for relationships. God even said in Genesis 2.18, It is not good for man to be alone. God hates loneliness. So he wants us to be in community with each other. We don't need a hundred friends. But we do need several friends who are really there with us. The tragedy is that most people today don't have a single intimate friend. They've got a lot of acquaintances, but they don't have anybody who looks out for their spiritual growth, who helps them, who says, I'm going to be there no matter what happens in your life. So we will study how to deepen those relationships and why relationships go bad and how do you turn them around? So the five purposes we learned in lesson one is actually the foundation for the next six lessons. And during the next six lessons, we will study those five purposes to deepen our relationships with each other in order to fulfill God's purpose in each of our lives. We want to build stronger relationships with each other. So today, we're going to start from the last of those five. And the last purpose of our lives is that I was made for a mission. 
God wants us to share his love with other people who don't know Christ yet, who are not in God's family yet. Why does God want us to do that? Because God wants everybody in his family. God has never made a person he didn't love. God has never made a person that he didn't have a purpose for. And God has never made a person that Jesus Christ didn't die for. So God wants us to share the good news, but you're not alone. God wants us to do it together. In Philippians 1.27, Paul says, you are standing together side by side with one strong purpose, to tell the good news. Please circle standing together and tell the good news. That's what we're looking at today. So how do we do it together? How do we share with our friends that God really loves them? How do we do it in partnership with church family? How do we do it together as a small group? We reach out together. Verse 5 of the same chapter says, You've been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ. Circle partners. We're going to look at seven ways to partner with other believers, with other people in the family of God. And we're going to look at it through an acrostic in partner, letter by letter, how to partner to share God's love. Before, before we can do that, we have to make a choice. We have to make a choice that we are not going to be selfish. We're caring not just about our own lives, but about other people's lives. And we're going to tell them the good news. That's the choice. So here are a few questions to help you make that choice. Will you choose to do the right thing? Will you choose to be loving? Will you choose to follow what God wants? If we are going to fulfill God's purpose for our lives, we have to make a choice. The choice that says first that we're going to choose to share the good news with other people. How then will you share the good news with other people? How can you feed sheep effectively in this fall semester? You partner together. First is P. Pray together. The first thing that you do is pray together. You pray not only for your own Bible students, but you also pray for each other's Bible students who need God's salvation, who are still considering to come to Christ, and who don't really know God in a personal way yet. And you pray together. The thing is, you can't force anybody to love God, but you can pray for them. And prayer can do whatever God can do. Prayer can melt hearts like butter. And prayer can thaw a cold heart. Prayer can activate an app. 
apathetic heart. And prayer can change a stubborn heart. And prayer can do whatever God can do. But you're going to meet a couple people along your way who are maybe a little bit complicated because people can reject your witness. They can reject the news, the good news that you share with them. They may even refuse to listen to your teaching. But they are powerless against your prayers because it goes straight to their hearts. The good thing about prayer is that you can do it long distance. So I can pray for my friends in another state or even country and my prayer will go all the way there and it'll go straight to their hearts. That is the power of prayer. So what are we supposed to pray about as a group? The Bible says in Colossians 3:4, pray for us that God will give us the opportunity to tell people his message. So we pray for God's opportunity to share with CSUN students on campus. As we pray for opportunity, do you know what happens? You start seeing the candidates of your Bible studies everywhere on campus. And actually, you have lots of opportunities. They are all around you. You just didn't notice them yet. But prayer is what makes me aware. So here is the first action step in sharing the good news. Make a prayer list with your students. Share it within your small group. And then start praying for those students. There is power in prayer. And A is appeal to common interest. Before you can share the good news with other students, it's better for you to establish relationship with them. Before you can teach them, it is better for you to relate to them. You find out what you have in common with students. So what do we like to talk about? Well, we like to talk about common experiences, common interests, common needs, and common hurts. So a lot of sisters love to go out and enjoy boba together. We also love to watch movies together like Shang-Chi. And these days, I'm getting to be interested in Haikyuu, which came out years ago, and now I can talk to them about with students. And there's also BTS. <laughs> A lot of students are actually interested in BTS nowadays, so I'm learning to catch up. But we also, those are like for integrated people, but for those extroverts out there, we also love to do outdoor activities such as snowboarding, hiking, and even snorkeling. And actually young college students love sports, but they don't have enough money to buy expensive gear. And we tried to establish basketball fellowship, but it didn't work because we didn't have a good basketball player. And we tried many ways. But in this fall semester, we are establishing snorkeling fellowship. And it's pretty awesome. And I hope you can join us next time, especially in this fall semester, because we're gonna go again at San Diego. So stay tuned. Well, in the future, we also wanna establish many other sports fellowships like soccer, basketball, tennis, snowboarding, swimming, hiking, and many more. 
And the thing is, our church is called Good Shepherd Fellowship. Jesus is our Good Shepherd, and we also emphasize on fellowship. But why do we need it? Why do we need fellowship? Well, Jesus gave us the greatest commandment that every Christian should obey. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. We need a right relationship with God and with other people. That is the fulfillment of the law. God wants us not only to love God, but other people as well. That is how we keep the law. That is God's will upon you and me. But human relationships have become more and more difficult. There are so many broken homes. Divorce is rampant. And it's really hard in these days to find a true friend who really concerns about other people. And the thing is, people love to argue, fight, and battle with others. And many become selfish, self-centered, self-confident, self-sufficient, and self-prideful. That is the reason why relationships between people is broken more and more in our society. So as a result, many love their computers and their pets instead of other people. And more and more, people do not trust others. So how can we help them develop a loving relationship with God and other people? How do we overcome our different perspectives, different ideas, concept, notion, and will? Well, we need to find common interest to establish fellowship with them. Church is the place where we learn to make a right relationship with God and others. And it's a spiritual community with God and other believers. In order for us to help unchurched people learn about the right relationship with God and others, we need to bring them to our church. We need to appeal to common interests to establish loving fellowship with them. For this reason, you pray together and you appeal to common interests.